When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 49ers Access. My name is Sterling Bennett, and the NFL preseason is finally here. The San Francisco 49ers play the Green Bay Packers tonight at 5.30 Pacific time. It is the first preseason game, week one of the NFL preseason. Niner football is back. That being said, we have kind of some interesting stuff to talk about today. Yes, we'll get into the expectations for Trey Lance, but Jimmy Garoppolo's name is still out there. Jimmy Garoppolo's name is still being floated around in rumors and reports and whatnot of, you know, which team wants Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, this new report is kind of an old report, but, uh, you know, it's it's an old name, it's an old flame that keeps coming back into the news, and that being the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns will reportedly consider acquiring Jimmy Garoppolo if Deshaun Watson gets suspended for more than his now six-game suspension. Now, there is a lot, a lot lot of words in there, but really only three of them matter. Consider, if, and consider. Upon appeal, really. And upon appeal is the added part towards the end of if Deshaun Watson suspension gets extended upon appeal. So, again, this whole thing of Jimmy Garoppolo and the Browns, I don't think it's going to happen. Even if Deshaun Watson gets suspended for an entire season, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo to the Browns makes sense. Now, it makes sense in one point of view That being the Browns, they want to win now. Garoppolo can come in, help establish the winning culture, and uh, they will likely be a playoff team. They will likely win that division or at least have a really good chance of making the playoffs. And again, we know what Garoppolo can do for a franchise. You can think what you want of him as a player, but the mentality he brings, the, the aura he brings to him as a person, on the field he can control the huddle, and if you're looking for a player that can kind of, you know, bring some, maybe a a good look, some validity back to your team and the organization, because right now fans hate the Browns, women hate the Browns, men hate the Browns, anywhere outside of Cleveland, you hate the Browns. And so, you get a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, porn star Jimmy, you know, <laughs> whatever you want to call him, really, bring him in. He can reestablish the organization as maybe one that is not to be looked down at and can kind of maybe, you know, ease people into the whole Deshaun Watson stuff, right? Can kind of distract them from, well, you know, Garoppolo's here. He's a nice guy. We actually like him. 
but I still don't think this is going to happen. So what, what, what can Cleveland really offer? A fifth-round pick, a sixth-round pick, and I'm not saying I wouldn't take that. But Albert Breer said in February, San Francisco was asking for two second-round picks. Now, at the time, if you would have told me that, I would have said, okay, you know, like, would I only want a one second-round pick, get your return back? I would take that in a heartbeat. Who wouldn't take that in a heartbeat? But they wanted two second-round picks. It makes me wonder what exactly the Niners' asking price is now. If that was February, post-playoffs, pre-surgery, which you can argue reasonable or not, that was what they were asking for, it makes you wonder, what is the asking price now? Is it, hey, just take them. Take, take the money, we'll get our fifth-round pick, whatever it may be, just take them off the roster. You know, we're, we're full head on and you know, full steam ahead into this Lance era. Take Garoppolo. Or... Are the Niners going to play this thing of, well, we can negotiate? Well, if the Browns need a quarterback and they're involved, other teams that maybe want to acquire Garoppolo after he's released, maybe they'll get involved and we can create some sort of a bidding war. Now, that is wishful thinking entirely. <laughs> but that being said, you just never know. You never know what can happen. If you would have told me five months ago, that Garoppolo would not be traded, he'd still be on this roster, and he'll be throwing at practice while Lance is out there doing the same thing, I would have said, yeah, right. So, again, it makes you wonder, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen here, but Jimmy Garoppolo to the Browns just doesn't, while it fits from a football perspective, and it fits from the Browns having cap room to do it, they can probably give you a fifth-round pick in return, like, there are things, like, Cleveland has everything you need to make the deal work, and I think San Francisco would do it. Trade them to the AFC, you don't have to plan this year. It would just make all the optics look good. You held out for a long time, you finally have a deal in place, you'd be dumb not to take anything you can get for the guy. That being said, there is another wrinkle in this thing. Of The Niners are still playing... This game with Jimmy Garoppolo that you can pick your next team. And I get it. It's you know the do good by Garoppolo. Do good by Jimmy Garoppolo. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. The issue is you got one month until week one <laughs> of the regular season. I don't know if the, the do good by Garoppolo, like to me, that may have run its course of yeah, you know, you, you can you tried that. It didn't work. You both sat on your hands and said, we'll wait, we'll, we'll figure this thing out. We owe it to each other to do that, right? Well, does Garoppolo owe it to the Niners to just not ask for his release and say, I, I want out of here, I want to pick where I want to go? And do the Niners owe it to Garoppolo to even really negotiate with him involved? And now, I think if you would have asked me during the entire process, I would have said yes. That yes, the Niners owe it to Garoppolo to discuss hey, which team do you want to go to, which fits. And from what we've kind of heard, there was a deal in place prior to the shoulder or even maybe you know a little after that. And if things didn't work out, whether it was the Colts or it was Washington, pick a team. We don't know who it was. But there was some deal in place and things got washed away. Kyle Shanahan said that during his press conference that there was a deal in place, there was a trade in place. 
the shoulder happened, it changed stuff. Okay. Well, again, it's August 12th. Your first preseason game is tonight. Jimmy Garoppolo is your fourth quarterback on the depth chart, which means nothing, but he's still here. And so do you owe it more to Trey Lance and this roster to get him off of it? Which, it doesn't seem like they have any problem with it. They all love Garoppolo. I'm sure they're happy to see him. They dap him up whenever they, you know, see him in person. Like, there is no hard feelings between Lance and Garoppolo and Garoppolo and this team. Now, I don't know what that feeling is for Lynch and Shanahan. There could be a lot of hatred from Garoppolo to those guys and vice versa, but it doesn't seem that way. The only thing is it feels weird. It's just, and it's, it may not be weird for them, but it's uncomfortable for the fan base to go, we have a quarterback that we love. Like this fan base loves Jimmy Garoppolo. They get the faults as a player, but as a person, this fan base loves Jimmy Garoppolo. And to see him still on the practice field, knowing he's still here, I think the fan base the majority of the fan base has collectively accepted Lance as the starter this year. The issue is they are emotionally tied to this player that's still on the roster and is practicing on the sideline and is still here, and they want to see good done by him, right? Like, they want to see him go somewhere else. Like, look at any post. doesn't matter if it's the SF Niners, our social media, 49er Access... Uh, you know, the SF9, it doesn't matter who it is, RSF Niners, it doesn't matter. You will find comments of, you know, whether it's Jimmy to the Browns or Washington or Atlanta or the Giants, it doesn't matter. They want to see Garoppolo go to a place he can succeed. Like, I posted yesterday the whole, the, the news of Garoppolo to the Browns may happen, and the first comment was, Jimmy doesn't deserve that. Now, that just shows that this fan base is still emotionally connected to him as a person. Now, do I want to see Garoppolo succeed wherever he goes? Yes, I do. I want to see Jimmy Garoppolo go somewhere he can be successful, and I would love to play him in a championship game. If it's the Niners and Trey Lance versus Jimmy Garoppolo and whoever in the Super Bowl, by all means, sign me up. Like, Because I love this team, and I love Garoppolo. He's a great guy. And so... I think this is more uncomfortable for the fan base, and that's why there's kind of this uproar of, do it, get the deal done, get him out of here forever. Now, there's obviously sides of hate and love there. People hate Garoppolo, people love Garoppolo. But I think the majority is sitting here saying, we know Lance is a starting quarterback, we accept that. But can we just get this Garoppolo thing over with? And it's not even because they don't like him, or they don't like Lance, it's just like, we want to be able to fully embrace Trey Lance as a quarterback and not have this you know, emotional attachment to his predecessor just sitting there. Like, Garoppolo is just sitting there. Now, you're not going to see him during the preseason broadcast. You're just not. But he's still here. There's going to be mentions of him throughout the media until he's gone. And if I'm Trey Lance... I'm kind of sitting here like, yeah, he can hang around for a little bit, you know. But I kind of want him out the door, not because I don't like him, but because I want this fan base to fully embrace me. And you have to earn that on the field. But And Lance is a great guy. Like, bar none, great guy. Like, no issue with him on the field, off the field. 
he will have to prove you know who he is on the field. I think fans accept him off the field. But there's still Garoppolo there who people have them who have an attachment to. And they're like, we don't like th- this person, like it's it's almost like when you break up with your girlfriend and you still love her, but you find somebody else attractive. But the uh, but for some reason your girlfriend still lives in the same apartment with you because she hasn't found time to move out yet, right? Or vice versa. And you're like, oh like I wanna bring a girl over, but I still love my other girlfriend here because there's an emotional attachment. Like, I've moved on, but when I see her, you know, whenever she's in the room, it makes me uncomfortable. Not because I don't like her as a person or because I don't like the new girl I'm with, but because, like, there's still that uncomfortable awkwardness of, like, we just broke up. (laughs) Like, you're not supposed to be here. But because you are, it's making me feel uncomfortable. Like, I shouldn't be doing this. Like... Like, this doesn't feel right. Now, take that and put it with Lance and Garoppolo. The fan base is saying, we like Trey Lance. We, we want to be with Trey Lance. He's our quarterback. But Garoppolo, my ex-girlfriend's still living in my house. She's still in my apartment. And I don't know what to do because I'm watching Trey Lance you know, during practice. I'm watching the throws. But then my peripheral... Garoppolo's still in the kitchen making some breakfast. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. And so, I think San Francisco, whether it's Cleveland or, or or a release or whatever it may be, they have to get this thing settled. Now, they have, I believe, until August, excuse me, September, what is it, uh, September, like, 15th, whatever it is, to, to after roster cuts. Garoppolo could, in that case, take up a 53-man roster spot. I don't advise that. This thing should be done before that, whether it's released, traded, whatever it may be. But there is a world where Garoppolo was here up until the week of week one of the regular season versus the Bears. And it's this whole thing of, you know, we know they got to cut him. They don't want to deal with it. Like, I don't think he lasts until August 30th, but it's not like San Francisco hasn't played this thing completely unlike anyone else thought they were going to. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo was at practice, talking to fans, dabbing up fans. There was a video of fans watching Garoppolo throw by himself rather than watching Trey Lance and the rest of the team play during practice. Like, like again, this is a weird, it's a weird, very weird situation. But we all... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So have ourselves another weird situation. Because yesterday, Mike Silver who previously NFL Network, the volume with Colin Cowherd, now with the SF Chronicle, he releases an article that, well, I don't think it's really new information. I just think it was kind of like, why is this being released now kind of thing? He said that there was a coach on the 2018 staff, unknown to anybody but Mike Silver, that once Garoppolo signed his then-record-breaking contract extension, 
2018, he won those five games. Then 2017, he's Jimmy Jesus. He's, you know, he's, he flashes a smile. We all love Jimmy Garoppolo, this new exciting player who we think is an ex-franchise quarterback and for what it's worth kind of was for four years, albeit ups and downs within that. This coach says that Garoppolo came in, signed his contract, talked to the media, and then was he just dipped. He was gone. Gone until training camp started, gone until OTA started. Didn't talk to coaches, didn't talk to players. And my first response to this was, and? Like, we we knew this was happening. George Kittle, well, maybe, maybe it was more serious than they were leading on because Kittle was joking about, like, you know, Garoppolo's a bad texter, never returns my calls. Like, we knew this was happening for the last three seasons. And maybe winning fixes everything, right? Maybe because they're winning, we just kind of laugh it off. And maybe it was a more serious thing. But... I thought we knew that this was happening. Now, I didn't know what was happening in 2018. I just thought, like, every offseason, Garoppolo goes back to goes back home with his family. He works out there. He eats his mom cooking. He's, he's an Italian boy. I'm sure it's pasta and, and meatballs and bruschetta, whatever it may be. He comes back as thicky, you know, thicky G, then comes back, loses the weight, and he's ready to go. Like, I thought that was a given. But people were running with this thing. Oh, oh my goodness, Garoppolo. You can't believe... Everyone thinks he's a great person. Look at what he did now. And it's like, okay, like... Yeah, is is it a good look that Garoppolo ghosted his teammates and his coaches? I mean, not really. Like, like you don't want that to be the case. You want to have communication constantly. And the article states the only year that he didn't ghost his teammates, his friends, his coaches, was when they drafted Trey Lance and his job was on the line. Now, there's two ways to look at that. And one of them is, well, duh. He thinks his job is secure. He thinks that I'm the starting quarterback of this team. Uh, Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard, they're not going to unseat me. There's no one here to challenge me. So I'm going to go back home. I'm going to do my thing for the offseason. I'm going to come in, do my job, win a bunch of games, take us to the Super Bowl, albeit a loss, take us to the NFC title game, albeit a loss, but take us far in the playoffs, give us many memories, make this franchise, help reestablish this franchise as one of the premier teams in the NFL, then I'm going to do it over and over and over again, and it's going to be a cycle. Go home, eat mom's cooking, come back, win games, go home, cooking, win games. And that's what he did. That's what he did until the 2021 offseason where he was like, they brought in my my successor. They brought in a guy to replace me. I have to make sure I'm talking with Kyle and I can't ghost them because now I'm on the hot seat. And, you know, it, it was through the whole process. We, we all know Lynch and Shanahan were like, we talked to Garoppolo every single day. They know what's going on. And it was like, yeah, because now he has to know, am I still your starting quarterback or not? Like, what is happening? Like, I'm hurt, I come back, we win. I'm hurt, I come back, we win. But now, but now I'm on the hot seat. Like, I'm taking the places that most quarterbacks dream of going, that most young quarterbacks who are ranked higher than me haven't gone. Now, this is not an argument of, like, they shouldn't have replaced him. It's just... Getting in the mentality of a quarterback who's like, 
I'm doing everything you're asking of me besides winning the big game. I'm doing stuff that Carson Wentz didn't do. I'm doing stuff that Matt Ryan hasn't done since 2016. Like, I'm doing stuff that Lamar Jackson hasn't done and Josh Allen hasn't done. Like, what do you want from me? What more do you want from me? Yes, win the big game. We know that. But in his mind, he's saying, what I'm doing is working. I'm not on the hot seat yet. Then they bring in Trey Lance, and he's like, oh, God, like, I can't do what I've been doing for four years now. I have to be in constant communication because if I ghost them now, they're going to think that is a sign of he's not connected to, like, he's out. He's done. Like, he he doesn't want to be here anymore. He has signed off. We have to trade him now. And I don't think Garoppolo wanted that. Like, the value was at an all-time low after 2020 with the ankle injury and the reports of there was beef with Shanahan. So, yeah, no duh. No duh that Garoppolo was ghosting people and then was like, you know, this is working. I'm all goody two-shoes. My friends, my teammates, my coaches, from what it seems like, love me. There's probably some on-the-field frustrations. We've seen those things, but for what it's worth and for what it seems like the majority of the time, everything was fine. It, it was it was nice. It was butterflies and rainbows, and it was dandy. But people were trying to make this seem like Garoppolo is a, you know, maybe who he is as a person was frustrating the coaching staff more than what they were leading on to. And one of the bigger knocks on Garoppolo was he never progressed. He never got better when he was under Kyle Shanahan and in San Francisco. And there are many ways to look at that, whether that's Jimmy's fault or Kyle's fault. I think one of the things the article was hinting at was because Garoppolo went home and didn't talk to anybody, he would come back and was the same guy. But Trey Lance is always communicating, always texting, always DMing and posting on social media. We know what Lance is doing. He's in the lab working. And we didn't know what Garoppolo was doing, whether he was working out or sitting on his butt. We don't know. And sometimes the unknown can let your mind linger. But when the same player comes back every year and hasn't improved, hasn't worked on their body, is the same guy he was last year, well, that can frustrate a coaching staff who's saying, you weren't good enough in 2019. We lost in the Super Bowl part of because of you. You need to work on getting better and improve the areas that you struggled on. The defense is playing in the box. We need you to push the ball more. And Garoppolo was like, nah. Now, I'm not saying he did that. I'm just saying that was that has been a lot of the, the preconceived notion of him as a quarterback. And now you see Trey Lance... Coming in, is he's working on the deep ball. He's trying to get better with, with the mechanics. Like he's working constantly. The article seemed like it was trying to compare the two, which isn't really fair, but it's going to happen because that's what we do. It's Garoppolo was here. He was good. They drafted Lance. They're going to be tied together forever unless Lance blows him out of the water as a player. It's always going to be the case unless Lance is Mahomes 2.0. Then we go, who's Jimmy Garoppolo again? Right? Like, like that's what's going to happen. Unless Lance stinks, then we're going to say, hey, he should have kept Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, they're always going to be tied together. 
unless Lance is Mahomes 2.0 or Josh Allen 2.0. But the article itself, to me, was kind of saying what Garoppolo wasn't doing, where he failed in trying to progress and train, Lance is already doing. All the frustrations the, the organization, the coaching staff had with Garoppolo not trying to get better, not working out in the offseason, Lance is already doing that stuff. He's already, you know, like the frustrations they had with Garoppolo are not going to exist with Lance when it comes to off the field stuff because Lance is already doing everything Garoppolo wasn't doing when it comes to trying to get better. Now, I don't know if I agree with that because me and you have no idea what Garoppolo was doing in the offseason. Again, the unknown. He's not posting. He not on Twitter. Instagram is here and there, and it's usually an ad for a t-shirt. Like, it's just not who he is. He's not a guy who is active all the time, and neither am I on Instagram. Like, I don't want to post photos of myself. I don't know Jimmy Garoppolo personally. He just may not be that guy. And that frustrates certain people who, and I, and I can understand it frustrating coaches, because they're saying, you ain't got to post on social media. You just got to let us know what you're doing. <laughs> so we know what you're working on. Like, we're the ones, more than anybody, who need to know what's happening. Like, like what like what are you working out, progressing on, trying to get better at? And Garoppolo's like, I, I don't want to talk to anybody. And it's like, okay, like, that's annoying and frustrating, but we're winning, so whatever. And so, to me, this seemed like, I don't want to call it a smear campaign because that would be disingenuous to... Like, this could actually be a real report of the Niners from 2018 and on have been frustrated with Garoppolo with the off-the-field stuff. And that frustration has led to on-the-field issues because the same things he wasn't maybe great at in 2018 are still the same things he wasn't great at in 2021 and 2022. And that stuff bled over, and it's like, if you would just work out in the offseason and try to get better, we wouldn't be having the on-the-field issues, and we wouldn't have potentially had to replace you. Now, again, we don't know if any of this, like, who was the coach? Is it Kyle Shanahan, or is it, you know, Jim Bob from that, that, that now coaches in Jacksonville? We don't know, right? And so... But you do it when Garoppolo is on his way out the door? When you're trying to trade the guy, but now you're telling other teams that his work ethic may not be that good. It just and, and now Mike Silver's on vacation? Like, and I'm not saying Silver didn't do a good job here, by all means. But did he hold on to this quote from 2018? Or is this a brand new quote? Because if it's a coach from 2018 he held on to, I don't like that. That's weird. You held on to it for four years, and now you're going to say when Garoppolo is gone. But if it's a new quote and the guy isn't there anymore, it's like, well, the guy's in Jacksonville now. Who cares what he thinks? So, again, maybe it's just me, and I'll be honest with you. I want to leave the Jimmy Garoppolo era on a good note. I want to think of him as a hard worker, a good player, a good person, a good teammate, someone that I can look back on fondly and say, I'm happy. He was my quarterback. Did he falter here and there? Yes. But there are a lot of good memories. Saints game, Rams game, Cardinals game. Over, like There are plenty of highlight games 
in Garoppolo's catalog, I can look back on and rewatch and go, man, you know, it feels great, baby, right? On Halloween night in 2019. Right? There are a lot of great moments in that. But I can look back and go, man, like, I want to show my kids the quarterback I grew up with, right? I got Smith, I got Kaepernick, I got a bunch of nasty stuff in the middle, and then I got Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, my era of Niner football didn't start out great, but this last 15-year run, pretty good, right? And so, maybe it's just me. I don't want to look back and go, or, 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 or hear that he wasn't a good teammate, he ghosted people. Really, I don't care. He's not here anymore, in my mind. Here physically? Yes, but he's not here. Like, he is no longer my quarterback. He hasn't been my quarterback. Like, I have mentally said goodbye. Jimmy Garoppolo has physically said goodbye. And so my mind isn't like, oh, you know, Garoppolo, I can't believe he's ghosted teammates. My mind is like, oh, I I don't want to hear that. Because I don't want his legacy as a person, if you can call it a legacy, I don't want the memory of Garoppolo to be tarnished because a coach in 2018 said, you know, maybe he wasn't the best player off the field. Maybe he, you know, wasn't the most involved as he could be. I don't want to hear that. What I want to hear is, well, you gave me four years of my life that I appreciate. You gave me 2018, hurt, 2019, amazing run. I think we all thought we had something special. And we did. We really, really did. 2020, we know what happens. 2021, we end the year on a, you know, awful way to end, but a wild ride that I can remember forever. Like I, I, I will never forget the 2021 49er season. From from a, pretty much not a playoff team to a playoff team to, you know, coming back in Los Angeles to beating the Cowboys and the Packers. Like, just a crazy run. I'll never forget that. And I don't want that lasting memory to be tarnished. Maybe it's just me, again. But I, I want to end the Jimmy Grapple era on a high note. You know, there's no animosity. Say goodbye. You go play, whatever it may be. Go win. Go do you. We can end. We can invite him back in a decade and go. The 2019 team was so special. Invite him back in 2029 and go. Oh my goodness, Garoppolo! And he gets his cheers. He gets his flowers. I don't want to hear all this bad stuff. Now sometimes you can't avoid it, and that just is what it is. But I don't want to hear it, especially when you're trying to trade the guy and he's still here technically. Mentally gone, physically here. <laughs> like, but so you're telling the Browns for one year you're gonna get a guy who not only is coming off surgery, but also maybe the work ethic off the field isn't there. Like, you're to a certain point telling other teams hey, maybe you shouldn't acquire this guy. Now the article could get no clicks, no one cares, but I can tell you now, it's been all over the Bay Area media. Everyone's talking about it. And it's like, what are we doing? Like, PFT's talking about it. 95.7 The Game's talking about it. KNBR's talking about it. That means other places are talking about it, too. And if you think markets like Cleveland and Atlanta and New York, they're not going to talk about this, you best believe that's not the case. They're going to say, maybe we shouldn't get this guy. And you can argue, maybe not training off the field is better than being, you know, allegedly assaulting women. Obviously it is. But... 
to other teams like New York and Atlanta who are maybe taking a flyer, Seattle taking a flyer on Garoppolo, they might say, maybe we don't want you because your work ethic isn't there off the field. If you're going to ghost us, we're not going to play that game with you. And I just think the timing of the article, it's a little suspicious to me. I'm not putting names out there. That's not my place. But it's a little, a little suspicious, and I don't like it. Don't tarnish his legacy for my sake. <laughs> it's like I, I, I want to end on a high note, on a good note, be happy. Thank goodness Grappolo's gone. Oh, I, I can go to bed at night peaceful saying that was fun. It was fun. It was enjoyable. And that's it. We can, he can get his flowers in 10 years when they recognize the 2019 team and 2021 team, how special they were. And that's it, right? I don't want to hear all the bad stuff that happens, or if it's even true, who knows? But I don't want to hear all the bad stuff. It's just not what I want to hear. That being said, that being said, the San Francisco 49ers, they play football tonight. And, man, it's finally here. Football's finally back. It feels like it's been so long. It feels like it's been a decade. But football is finally back in San Francisco. The 49ers take on the Green Bay Packers. Oh, I'm excited. I'm so excited. I talked about last week how there are five, six guys I'm looking at. But I just want to focus on Trey Lance for one second. One second. Because all the conversation about this team really does focus on Trey Lance. Are there other concerns? The offensive line, maybe the secondary. This defense looks pretty stout, but there are other concerns, definitely. But when everything comes full circle, the majority of the conversation surrounds Trey Lance. And it should. I get why. It's a talking point. Number three overall pick, traded up for him. Talking about Trey Lance makes the most sense. I feel like every podcast... I've talked about Trey Lance. Last year it was Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, there's a reason you talk about quarterbacks. There's a reason why every PFF post or, you know, Colin Coward's radio show, they talk about Trey Lance and nothing else when it comes to the San Francisco 49ers. And so, the first question is, what are the expectations for Trey Lance during the preseason? And to me, my expectation, really, I don't have one, (laughs) to be honest with you, simply because I'm not coming in with this, with this, the idea of if he doesn't look a certain way, I'm going to be upset. Because he's not Jimmy Garoppolo, he's not Nick Mullins, he's not Patrick Mahomes, he's not Josh Allen, he's Trey Lance. He's himself. That being said, what I want to see from Trey Lance is I want to see rhythm, tempo. I don't need to see the home run ball. I know that's there. I don't need to see a 75-yard touchdown pass to Debo Samuel on the first play against the Green Bay. I don't need to see it. I know it's there. I know he can do that. But the one area he has struggled with is accuracy. And the way Kyle Shanahan and this Niners team can help him is by helping him get comfortable in the pocket. Have him relax. It's it's his first game of the preseason 
as the starting quarterback, the only starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. Well, it's preseason, he's played in championship games in college, and he's played 10 quarters in the NFL, a must-win game against the Texans last year. Let's get Trey Lance comfortable. Again, one of the biggest concerns is the offensive line. To me, it goes offensive line first, then Trey Lance number two, but that's more of a question mark of what is Trey Lance going to be? Well, how you help find out what Trey Lance is going to be is you give him, the team around him, to say, we're setting you up for success, let's see if you can do it. Well, the one area that may not be set up for success is the offensive line. Now, Aaron Banks can surprise. Jake Brendel, who was Trey Lance's center last year on the second team, he may surprise. Spencer Burford or Dayon Brunskill, they may surprise. We don't know what they're going to be. But the way you make Trey Lance feel comfortable is you make him settle down, Give him a clean pocket to throw. Trent Williams may not play tonight. That's fine. But the way you can settle Trey Lance down, make him feel comfortable, give him time to work through his mechanics, work through his progression. Like, I really don't want to see Trey Lance use his legs that much, at least in the first preseason game. Simply because that's a strength. That's not a weakness. I want to see him work on his weaknesses. That has been accuracy. The intermediate game. There have been times he's missed wide receivers high to the outside, high over the middle, been behind some guys in the intermediate. I want to see him work on that stuff, see the progression on that stuff. And the way you can help him do that is by giving him a clean pocket, giving him easy throws. Kyle Shanahan is touted as this offensive genius, right? Get Trey Lance comfortable. Give him, you know, eight-yard completions near the first down marker, towards the outside. Two, you know, or three to five-step drops. Don't make it too complicated. Now, there's not going to be a game plan here. You're just going to work on plays. Just like practice, it's just go out there and run this play. There is no game plan. We're not going to target a certain cornerback. While you are trying to win, wins are irrelevant because you're trying to, you're trying to sharpen things off when you're in preseason you're trying to strengthen how you play doesn't like the win is irrelevant we all know this but I want to see Trey Lance five-step drop strike the Debo Samuel five-step drop strike the Kittle whoever else is out there we have no idea who's playing tonight but it seems like the first team offense will get some run tonight and then in week three against the Texans but tonight against the Green Bay Packers I don't need the home run ball Get Trey Lance a clean pocket and give him time to work through his mechanics, his progressions, make him feel comfortable in the pocket, give him time where he doesn't have to run with the ball or use his legs, let him see the field cleanly and clearly, give him easy throws. But one of the questions I have when it comes to the fan base is that, and again, I'm not comparing Lance to Garoppolo. What I'm saying is, is that Garoppolo completed about 68% of his passes last season. Now, a lot of those, short, intermediate, dump off, out routes. We know the stuff, he wasn't pushing the ball down the field, primarily throughout his career in San Francisco. With Lance, he's going to do that. But Grant Cohn had some stats. Now, any training camp stat, to me, 
Does it mean much? No. But it's kind of, you can kind of get an idea in your head of, okay, how is someone performing? Now, I will say this. Trey Lance's receivers dropped 12 balls, according to Grant Cohn. Now, in any stat, whether it's David Lombardi, Matt Burrows, Mayoko, Jennifer Lee Chan, all wonderful people, all great reporters. Some of these numbers are off by one or two. The numbers are always going to be a tad different. So take that for what it's worth. But Grant Cohn currently has Trey Lance with a 58% comp percentage. Now I want to ask you out there, would you accept a 58 comp percentage with some home run balls in year one? 58%. Let's say, and like I've said, that's going to be a home run ball, then miss, miss, miss. Home run ball, miss, miss, miss. Would you be accepting of that? Now, my answer would be yes, because there's a foundation to grow on. I would accept that from weeks 10, maybe through week 12. But beyond that, I want to see some progression. Now, I do think Kyle Shanahan can make Trey Lance play better than maybe his stats will say. And 12 drops in training camp is a lot. Is a lot. But drops are going to happen. They're part of the game. And so, tonight... When the Niners play the Packers, would a 58% comp percentage work out for you? My answer would be yes, but if he misses every deep ball that he throws, right? But he's strong in the intermediate, strong over the middle of the field. The ball is coming out crisp. It's not hitting the floor like it was last year. He's not missing players over the top and high, maybe getting guys hurt hurt like there are things we complain about with Garoppolo that Lance will still do like Lance and Garoppolo very different quarterbacks on the field so expectations should be a little different but that being said we have only seen Kyle Shanahan succeed with Jimmy Garoppolo playing quarterback so there's going to need to be time to adjust to how he's going to succeed with Trey Lance is that going to be missing on first and second down with the pass and then hitting a home run play on third down? Maybe. But what I want to see tonight is not the home run play. I don't need to see that. I want to see Trey Lance be poised, command the offense. One of the big things last year with Garoppolo, and which is what separated him from Lance, was the efficiency. He may not be the home run quarterback, but it's one, two, three, boom, balls out, let your guys go to work. And that works. Like that that was successful here. It was three yards to Kittle, he gains five. Now it's now it's second and two. You can run the ball the next two downs for a first down and milk some clock off the you know off off the play. Right? So with Lance, I don't need, you know, three yards and some yak, but I want to see him take what the defense gives him. Don't force plays. There are times in practice, well, he's working on stuff, trying to improve. He's trying new things. You know, can I fit this ball in this window? No, I can't. Okay, now I know. That stuff happens, but I want to see him take what the defense gives him. Garoppolo, for all his faults, was great at giving what the defense gave him. Maybe that was too a fault sometimes. That's where Lance's ability to hit the home run ball, the deep ball, comes into play. That being said... Don't be afraid to take what the defense gives you. There's no point in forcing something. There's no need to force something. 
So I want to see Trey Lance go out there, be poised, be efficient, go six for nine. That's great. Six for nine, you took a shot down the field, and you missed. Maybe a guy dropped the ball. It's all jelly. Right? That's all I want to see is comfortability and poise. I'm not going to set yard markers and he has to be 90%. That's all ridiculous to me. Go out there. Show me you can run the offense. The rest will come. The rest will come. And with that comes success. And with that comes wins. And with that comes championships. That's all I can say. It's game one of the preseason. I'm super excited. If you don't know yet, you can use promo code 49ERSACCESS for $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeekX49. E-R-S-A-C-C-E-S, $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. This is the only game at home during the preseason. If you want to go there for a little cheaper, use promo code 49ERACCESS for $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. And as the game is happening, you want live tweets, you want live updates, follow us on social media at 49ers.access is the Instagram 49ers underscore access is the Twitter. You are not going to want to miss a thing. It's going to be a fun season, a fun preseason. We were at training camp earlier this year. Now it's time for actual football games, and I'm so, so excited. Also, if you want to get your gear, your team's gear, whether you're a Niner fan, I hope so. Whether you're a Raider fan, I hope not. Go to our link in the description. Use our link, 49ers access from fanatics it's going to be down in the description use that to support the show get your gear support this team get your trey lance jersey debo samuel has re-signed get his jersey by using our link down in the description all right folks thank you for listening to the show we really appreciate it and don't forget to like share subscribe leave that review it helps the show and until next time Hopefully after a Niner in Trey Land successful preseason game, stay faithful. <laughs>